The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, our loyal and fantastic listeners. We are up to 81 donations. That means we are 19 donations away from drunk Saints history every single month. Donate $12. Do it. We're almost there. 19 little donations. Or somebody can donate $220 and be done with it and be the, the sponsor of drunk history. It can be Bob's drunk history. Saints drunk history. Do it. Okay. Um... I have to say, last night was the greatest NFL experience I have ever had not involving the Saints. It was better than even a lot of Saints moments, to it be was. honest with you. It was magical. Uh, I'm going to try to put it in words. I'm going to start with a little antidote. So, of course, we, we talk during the, during, the, uh, during the game, during big games and Saints games and all that. And sometimes we do group text, but this time it was just me and Andrew. And Andrew was so despondent when the when Atlanta was up 28 to 3 he was talking about eating a bullet were you not Andrew you texted me that and I think in two separate ways I, I think it was I think it was slitting my throat but yeah, yeah slitting my throat <laughs> I want to take a bullet and he was telling me how Atlanta was superior to the Saints in every single way possible and we had this conversation for like it's true. for like ten minutes, and I was like, "No, Andrew, it's still close. You know, they just the Saints can win when they when they open the stadium on Thursday night, uh, and it'll be even again." And Andrew just wasn't having it, and he was getting cursing and just being belligerent. And then, as soon as the game turned and got to twenty eight to twenty, Andrew was like, "Fuck it, they're choking it away. Atlanta's gonna lose. I guarantee it." It was the quickest switch I've ever seen, and I was like, I don't think so, Andrew. It's, it's still the win probability is still 97 percent, and Andrew was like, fuck it, they are losing this game, Rob. I'm telling you, it is done, and he was so certain. And Andrew, it happened just like you said. I don't even know, like where, like what to equate it to, but the only thing I can get equated to is, is if the Saints after Tracy Porter's interception in the Super Bowl, had lost. That's about the only equivalent thing I can think of. Because then yeah, you, so, yeah. But, but Andrew, your, your thoughts. I, I don't even... I mean, the joy for me is, is purely, you know, schadenfreude. You know, it's getting satisfaction out of the misery of another. And, you know, there was a lot of people... There was a couple of my buddies, and there were people just on Twitter being like, Saints fans are acting like 
they just won the Super Bowl. What's the big deal? This isn't that hard. All right. Like <laughs> I had to watch I had to watch Morton Anderson, my beloved Hall of Fame kicker, my kicker, nail three fifty yards against us as a Falcons. NFL record. I saw Bobby Abear make his only Pro Bowl as a Falcon doing his freaking wings and soaring at midfield to Sheamus. I saw Deion Sanders high stepping in the end zone like a buffoon, hopped up on Molly at an EDM concert. Uh, I saw them pants us at home in the playoffs, pants us when everyone was saying same old Saints and we had never won a playoff game. I watched them, the abomination of a dog killing human being, own us for half a decade while his cousin was handing out pick sixes like candy smiling ear to ear the entire time i mean as a young football fan like these are the memories that are burned into my fragile psyche and it's baggage man i'll never forget it and i will never forgive them this isn't that hard and and the patriots are just collateral damage they're decoration you know they they were the other team completely irrelevant it was about the falcons and i wanted them to suffer max Maximum pain and humiliation. It, it was the dream scenario. And Ralph, like to quote you, you know, you said if you had to try to conjure up a dream scenario, like the maximum pain for the Falcons, what actually played out was so preposterous and magical. If I'd have said it last week, it wouldn't I, I, be believable. No, none of us could have dreamed this up on our own. <laughs> Twenty-eight to three. Now wait. 28 to no, 3. Wait. 28 to 3. It, it was 20. No, no. Here's the stat for you, Dave. I'm going to leave you with the stat, okay? Oh, I have. You yeah, ready I got for this? That's too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Unless we have since the same two, stats. Since 2001, teams down 25 points in the third quarter <clears throat> are 2 and 391. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> this, this, isn't, this isn't unheard of. In the Super Bowl, it's unheard of in the NFL, period. Say that again. Say it again. When teams are down 25 points in the third quarter since 2001, their record is 2 and 391. That's 15 years. That's 15 of games. That means Um, this happens, the comeback happens once every 200 times. (laughs) Um. Or yeah, well, so look, I, I agree with everything you said. Obviously, I think all of us would. The only thing I take exception with is I, I don't think that the Patriots were uh, just collateral damage. I, I honestly think only the Patriots could have done this. I mean, yes, the Falcons <clears throat> choked it away. Yes, the it Falcons made made some made some, some made gaffes, some terrible some gas yes, a lot of them. Yeah, yes, they, yeah, mean, they made many many mistakes. And I'm sure we'll get in each and. Uh, but you also, you needed a team on the other side that could take advantage of, of all of those tiny little opportunities, uh, that, that they got and, and, and really and truly, as, and get lucky really and truly Tom Brady and, 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 and the Patriots were probably the only team that could do that. I, I, I really don't think any other team in the AFC would have, would upheld their end of the bargain on this, uh, on this. Of course, Dave, right in the middle of a great rant, just drops out. That <laughs> wouldn't be the first but, time. But, I mean, the, the the odds of them being able to pull this off were completely <laughs> facilitated by the Falcons. In other words, yes. Yes, Tom, oh, Bra- Tom Brady's a champion. 
And if anyone <laughs> could pull it off, it was him. And you know, he deserves a, a ton of credit for bouncing back because he really had a, a dog shit two and a half quarters. So here's my stat. After taking a 28-3 to three lead, the Falcons ran five running plays. Yeah, unacceptable. Five. Kevin. Five. Kevin, here's, the, here's my favorite part of all this. Um, the Falcons. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Aren't recovering from this ever, are they? Like this, this, They might as well just roll up the franchise and be done with it, right? Uh, my pizza's here, so keep talking amongst yourselves. I have to find a pen to uh, to pay the good man. Right oh, when you decide well. to finally ask me a damn question, we well, said to wait. You said to, to. What's he wearing? Um, he's so... not gonna answer that in front of him, is he? No. Khakis. <laughs> Khakis. Jake from. He State sounds Farm. hideous. Jake from State Farm. Um. Oh shit, Kevin! So, are we on speakerphone? God damn it! <laughs> um, we'll let we'll let Kevin deal with the question. So, but Andrew, here's the thing: I think Atlanta, they I don't know that they got cute or whatever, but but the thing is that you I totally didn't notice this, but you the, their right tackle got injured, their center yep. is playing on a broken leg. I think Atlanta <laughs> for and this sounds weird is. They were they were they 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 stopped running the ball because they couldn't run the ball. But at the end of the game, the fact that they couldn't run the ball didn't matter. They just needed to right. hand it off and fall down. And right. running three plays for minus five yards would have been perfectly fine. And kicking their field yeah goals. for but their I, automatic kicker. But I think I think they got so wrapped up in we can't run the ball that they forgot that it didn't matter. That but they why? Didn't why get any couldn't yard. they run the ball? Why couldn't they run the ball? <laughs> no, I mean they couldn't. They had run been running the ball all game. And what are you talking about? But they, they, well, they, they Freeman had been but, killing them. But in the third quarter, or even actually maybe even in the fourth quarter, their right tackle went down. I feel. I that feel like that doesn't matter. Listen. I feel like. That, they, listen. I'm not saying they were right. There, I'm saying that's what they were, thought. There were four minutes left. There were four minutes left. They were at the freaking twenty yard line, right? You, 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 you freaking kneel. 
You do <laughs> the victory noise? formation. No, I'm not saying it was. And, and, and you kneel three times. I'm not and saying it was can, right. I'm saying that's what they thought. You, you make the Patriots take their three timeouts. You kick your field goal with your automatic kicker. You're up 11 with two and a half minutes left, and they have no timeouts. The only hope for the Patriots at that point is recovering an onside kick after they go score with no timeouts left. <laughs> that, that, that would be their only hope in that scenario. What is, what is, what is this noise? What are these noises? What is going on? I'm hearing grunting and nose blowing. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, so and my, my point is, yes, the Patriots are champs and they're the best, but you know who gaffs up games like this? It was only possible because a team that was so pathetic and has a history of being chumps oh, in the they're... biggest moment with, with a game on the line went right It went when they had the MVP <clears throat> And they dominated the playoffs, and they dominated the first half of the Super Bowl. They reverted right back to the mean when it mattered the most. And they and did. That's why and I their fan base it. turned as soon as it got to be twenty-eight to twelve. You could see on Falcons Twitter because I follow like the Falcoholic and their writers. Like you could just see it. Like it just turned. Like they were like, "Uh oh." And I don't feel like when the Saints won, Dave. I don't feel like. I mean, it was back and forth. Granted, for the NFC Championship, but. I and it was tight with the Colts back and forth, but I never once in that playoff run had the feeling of, oh my God, it's the same old Saints. We're gonna blow this. Like I, I and maybe that was just me. And I never, no, yeah. I, I never mean, celebrated. That, that season, the Saints, I never celebrated the were until off. Drew Brees was in victory formation. But I never once right. got the feeling, oh my God, they're blowing it. Well, I think the only time that season we were really and truly. Like uh oh, was when they lost three games in a row in the regular season. Well, when and then when, and then Hightower had that big run, and they were down seven nothing, and then well, they, they answered were, a lot of questions they were in that pretty, Cardinals playoff they were game. Kind of getting close to being doomed, and then Minnesota had the fuck up where they had too many guys in the huddle, and they just totally get yeah. like, like Minnesota did a Minnesota and gacked it up. Um, you know, uh, I I feel like back then we were thinking. Uh, about how this was our destiny and this was finally the year. I mean, I, I think we were pretty Atlanta pretty was positive. feeling that too, And I think buddy. Atlanta, yeah, I think Falcons were feeling that too. Um, absolutely. And, uh, and, then, and then nothing. Then, then not. <laughs> and and wait, I want to go on record, and you can check the timeline, but when it was still, I think when it was still 28-3, to 3, uh, before the Patriots even, what, they first, did they first kick a field goal? Yeah, it's 21 to, well, it's 21 to I nothing. I said... I said we were no, no, no. I mean, like in the third quarter. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, I said, I said, I'm really excited about getting to watch the greatest comeback oh, in Super Bowl history. history. I, I said it. I thought it, but I didn't want to tweet it and jinx it. I, was I like, said it, and I didn't. I said believe. it. I, 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 I willed about it. Tweeting. I willed it to happen. <laughs> willed it. To... Kevin, are you back? Uh, you, you guys need to tell the people <laughs> yeah, what I was texting when, when it was 28-20 when the Falcons had the ball. No. From that point on. <laughs> Andrew would t- had no doubts that it was. He's like, they're going down and score. They're getting a two point conversion. Atlanta's not going to do jack shit. It's going to go to overtime. They're going to win the toss. Brady's going to win it. Like, and I was like, I was the like, second, the second, the, the second that coin toss happened, and it was heads, and the Patriots took the ball. Well, yeah, then you like that. Juge was fully the phone erect. Lit up. It was there. Is there? He is it, in all caps. Is there any doubt? No. In all caps, and then the rest in lowercase, in, in regular sentence font, that Tom Brady's going down the field and getting six here. Well, <laughs> n- 
mostly because it was Atlanta and their defense had been on the field for like I think like eighty something play. Like nobody nobody has run more plays in a game since like two thousand one. Like Atlanta's defense, it's bad, but when you get a bad they defense, were they were they, yeah. I mean they were just done. Um, but Kevin, uh, my favorite part of this is how it potentially affects the Saints. And before you had to go and eat your pizza, I asked you, uh, Atlanta's not recovering from this, right? They're just going to roll up the franchise and be terrible for like a decade, right? There, there's no recovering from this. This is wonderful because they now get to christen <laughs> Megatron's asshole. Not on Thursday. With the, NF- with the NFC championship banner. And only the NFC yeah. championship banner. And only the NFC Championship <laughs> banner. Right, go next. Right, ne, go right next to the 1998 one. <laughs> and but, when they raise it, I hope the 15, the 15 fans that actually showed up for when the team buses came back at Flowery Branch or whatever the hell that uh, that, that complex is called. That's not correct. Flowery. Shit, actually got that right. Wow, okay. Wow. wow. Uh, I think that's correct, stunning. right? Stunning, it is. Flowery Branch. All right. It's a whole new me here. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I get some pizza. I'm all of a sudden Good night, guys. I'm out of here. See you later. On a high note. Yeah. The 15 people that were actually there to see them come back, I hope they and only they clap. The rest of you can all stick it. Okay? <clears throat> I am in... I am... Listen. When you said... Your favorite part of the game or your favorite part of this whole thing. There is no favorite part, Ralph. It is a 9,000-way tie for first place <laughs> for me. I am I am like Scrooge McDuck in the opening credits of DuckTales. I am taking a springboard swanton dive into my money bin of falcon misery, and I am swimming in it. I am emerging Breaking the water, if you will, of the falcon tears and spitting up a little fountain of the tears. I am bathing, bathing in this misery right now. Okay? Uh, is there this any? Team, this, what's what's, what's your been your favorite? Enemy, when your mortal enemy is a franchise. I do. <laughs> Could you think of a could you dream you up a stand over them, you put <laughs> your foot on their head, you pull out your own blade, and you gut them very slowly. Is there any this way is going to happen? How long, Ralph? Ask me how long ask me how long this is going to happen for them. How long is this gonna happen for them? For all of eternity! <laughs> You it, will forever be known as the franchise that gagged away a fucking Super Bowl title up by 25 in the third quarter. Middle third quarter. Middle of third. Uh, <laughs> is there any way that this scenario is, – is there any way that yesterday could have been more delightful for Saints fans no. unless they had won no. it themselves? Well, we, we we talked about this no. before, before before the game. We said, you know, what, what would you want to see ideally? What and you were like, I want a blowout. No, Dave, yeah, this is and way I, better. And I wanted a blowout too. <clears throat> yeah, no, this I, is way I, better. I te- Dave, I te- Dave, you guys- Dave, it's your time to admit that you were wrong. Dave, 
texted you guys after the game, and I said, you know what? I, I wanted a blowout, but I was wrong. This is way um, better. This is this 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 is as good as it gets. Like Andrew said earlier, we, we couldn't have even written it like this. This wasn't even this this scenario it wasn't was even Saints. on our radar. Dude, this was Saints fan erotica. Was what this was. <laughs> this was this was that's what this was. Your penthouse. It was pornographic. It was so beautiful. I mean, like you could turn. Your I might, I might, I might DVR the the NFL channel replay and watch it when my wife goes to Vegas this week. When my kid goes to bed, turn the lights down low, put some 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 Barry White on the background, and watch it again, dude. I mean, it was so it was so. And the thing was, like, I, I've had a couple buddies text me already that they're buying the DVD. <laughs> I mean, this is honestly, I, I, in, in my in, in my view, you've got the NFC Championship game for the Saints beating the Vikings, the Saints winning the Super Bowl against Colts, and then you have this game. This is the third best. This goes above football game the ball? I've ever watched. This goes above Hakeem dropped the ball. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Ooh, I don't know, man. I don't. Oh know. yeah. Oh, the Gleason, the Gleason. I mean, beating the Falcons. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. You know what? Okay, this is fourth. Yeah. You're right. I forgot about that one. Okay, I don't know. so this I'd is put fourth. It five, but. No, nah, nah, this is I four. I can't put it above. Can't you know, th- th- this nah. is besides the Saints winning. This was the most exciting Super Bowl for me. Um, but there is one other one. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. Well, I'm sure you remember this. Oh, yeah. When uh, Jake DeLome was the quarterback of the Panthers, and mm-hmm. you know he owned us, and that was his first year with the Panthers. Right after he left the Saints, and it was just like, come on, man, like. This is Aaron Brooks' backup, and he, he's really going to go to a division opponent and win the Super Bowl in his first year there. Is and this really was, happening? And he was, like, super uh, in fuego the second half of that Super Bowl. Like, he was yeah. on it. Like, he was, like, I mean, that, you know, Jake DeLone. I really had, wanted the Panthers to win. To, I'm, I'm sorry, I wanted the Panthers to lose <laughs> really bad. I wasn't, I wasn't in invested that in that in that as much as this game, but that was a different. I mean, it, maybe if you'd had social yeah. media back then and all, but I mean, the, I mean, Cam Newton getting crushed last year was pretty fun too. Yeah. I mean, you, no. So basically, so basically, that means we're going to watch Jameis Winston get his shit kicked in a year from now, and then it'll be. Our I can sign on for that. I feel, I can sign on for that. No, see, Kevin, I, I have, I have even more optimistic. I feel like. Yesterday was the start of a great year for the Saints. I feel like the Saints going fourteen and two and winning the Super Bowl is the final knife twist for the Falcons <laughs> to like bookend the bookend the blowing the Super Bowl twenty five point lead and then the next Super Bowl have to watch the Saints win like that. Right, so would that so, so then would 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 that then make it the better of the two Saints Super Bowls? Would that would that trump the the feeling and euphoria we all have? For the first ever Super Bowl, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if the ten seconds where Tracy Porter intercepts the ball, I don't know if there'll ever be a better feeling as a Saints fan than that moment. Right, like there may never be a better ten seconds of life. Yeah, like because it because that's the first one. I mean, but I mean, maybe if the Saints would go like fourteen and two and like skull drag Atlanta in the NFC Championship or something. I mean, like, I guess. I mean, you could dream up some sort of scenario. To the tune of twenty-eight to three. What if? Yeah. <laughs> what, what if? What if they? What if they played the Falcons in the NFC? Yeah. I mean, if they can, won. can I just can I just enjoy this right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think of the just... mileage we're gonna get out of this. this I mean, oh, yeah. the this mileage is... alone. 
This is forever. Yeah. And the funny thing, I don't know if you guys listen to Bomani Jones on ESPN Radio. He is he grew up in Atlanta, and he has said, "Look, I used to be a big Atlanta sports fan, but I gave up rooting for those teams because they broke my heart too much." But he, he said, "I still." hate teams. I just don't like the Falcons. He says, and I hate the Saints more than anybody. And he said, nobody enjoyed the, enjoyed this win uh, <laughs> more than Saints fans. And he went on to talk about how Saints fans were out in the street lighting off fireworks, which was <laughs> true. And he's like, Saints fans, they just hold it over Atlanta forever and there's not a goddamn thing you can say about it. And he said, the, and he, and he, and it was great. And I gotta admit, like, I went online and I looked it up and he was right. He like he wasn't lying. Like Saints fans were actually like shooting off fireworks in New Orleans, celebrating that Wait, Falcons so losing. What has what has been everybody's favorite like meme that's been out there so far? Because it's been it's just been. It's I like the guy fine. sprinkling sprinkling the Falcons tears on like a piece of meat. <laughs> like he's at a barbecue salt. and he's, and he's like salt. salt. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, the, the one, the one for me is is uh, Belichick with, with the fishing pole and the Lombardi Trophy <laughs> on the end, and he's just oh, holding it over Matt Ryan and saying, "Oh, so close! You got to be a little quicker to get it. Got to be a little <laughs> quicker. Got to be a little quicker than that. It's a dollar." Um, my wait, favorite I, one. I, I, my favorite one is is uh, is the ones. It, it's <clears throat> they didn't have pictures on them initially. It was all just everybody had the same damn joke, but it was little versions of it. It was, man, if only the Falcons had campaigned in Wisconsin or Michigan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, no. They had a one with Matt, Matt Ryan's body and Hillary's face. That's oh, the that one I great. saw at the end. That was great. No, no, uh, my, my, the funniest thing that I read uh, didn't even have to do with the Falcons or the Saints. Somebody on Reddit on the on the post-game thread was uh, <laughs> said George Bush now has more rushing yards in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and the Falcons had in the second half. Um, <laughs> Bush looked good. Bush looked good. Um, so before we get to the the, ex, the halftime show and all the Super Bowl commercials and non-stuff, um, I have to say, Andrew, Matt Ryan was – quietly kind of awful in the second half like the the sack fumble was terrible the sack to push him out of field goal well, what's he going to do about what was he going to supposed to do about that play get rid of the ball <laughs> sooner yeah no i agree with ralph i i think his situal, situational awareness was poor i i think if you look at the stat line you're not going to recognize it cuz you know he didn't throw that many incomplete passes and i think his rating was high but I think you can go back and point to several things where you're just like, uh, I mean, you got to be smarter in these situations. So first of all, third and one, you know, where they call a pass play, where they really should have run the ball, he he snaps the ball with 20 seconds left on the play clock. You're trying to win a game. You're up multiple scores. Why are you Oopsie. snapping the ball with 20 seconds left on the play clock? Um, I think for him to take a sack – you know, when they were basically in field goal range, I mean, you got to get rid of the football. That's unacceptable. You know, the fumble again, that was that the fumble was the third and one play. And, you know, that was a situation where I just felt like, you know, he dropped back to pass seven, you know, seven foot drop. And then he's, he's looking downfield and he's waiting for a receiver to get open. He's, he's trying to take a shot on third and one. I mean, the ball's got to be out. You just, you just can't risk. I mean, throw it away if you have to, but 
you just can't risk putting the ball on the turf and giving them a short field and a turnover and, and basically putting them back in the game. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought, you know, the stat line won't show up, but I thought there was several mistakes that you just can't make against the Patriots in the Super Bowl if you expect to win. Kevin, will, will Falcons I mean, fans so And best that, of all, is, is that, best is, of all, here comes an extra. Wait, what? Here comes an extra nice, wonderful thing about this that hopefully will last a nice long time. Who was the architect of this Atlanta Falcons offensive collapse? He sounds like John One, Madden's having a seizure. Well, I'm, I'm chewing. <laughs> we know. Uh, you know, the, the point of the game, guys, if you score more points, you're going to win. Um, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan Shenanigans, was the like architect I think, I that think Irish Kevin should make an appearance talking about <laughs> Hang Kyle on. Shanahan. With his mouth. And he is, ta- he is now taking a job. Oh, shit. He is now taking a job. <laughs> Pepperoni just came flying out. It did. Um, <laughs> as the head coach of the hated San Francisco 49ers. So congratulations. You're going to have Kyle Shanahan coaching a team that is now being general managed by John fucking Lynch. The best. This, this is a delightful day. Side note, side note, San Francisco, they were looking when they were looking for a general manager, John Lynch called them up and he's like, I hear y'all looking for a general manager. They're like, we are. He's like, y'all to look and hire me. And they're like, that's a great idea. We will hire you. And they did. Um, side note. Um, but Dave, <laughs> will Atlanta fans turn on Matt Ryan by Halloween? Dave, have you muted yourself? I guess he has. Hello? Dave, Dave are you there? Dave. Dave, can you? Dave, Dave went MIA? He went in the upside down. So, so Andrew, will will Atlanta turn on Matt Ryanbach by Halloween? Uh, fans or fans or teammates? Fans. Oh, fans. Oh, I think I think well, I think he gets a pass cuz he just got the MVP. I, you know, and you know what's interesting is Shanahan I mean, some people were talking him up like he was the greatest offensive mind in NFL history, you know, this year. And, you know, obviously it's deserving in that they've had a tremendous amount of success and Atlanta has been great offensively. But um, it's amazing what 24 hours does. Uh, and, you know, I, I, you, know, you mentioned the five runs up 28 to three. I really thought this was on him. I thought the play calling was horrendous. I mean, I thought Matt Ryan, he said in the post game, the post game, I guess not party, but the post game, like, uh, wake for Atlanta that he, uh, (laughs) that he, uh, that he, it was his fault. He blew it. He admitted it. Yeah. I mean, I I just think it it was a colossal failure by Shanahan and and just being too aggressive with his play calling. After the game, Atlanta, they could the coaches couldn't get in the elevator and they had to wait and like wade through like fans and celebrities to like get on the elevator to go down, which makes the well. So bad. the Falcons fans I know and and what I've seen on Twitter, I mean they they blame him almost totally unilaterally. Like, and it's, I mean, like, he's the scapegoat because he's out the door anyway. 
Um, but they're, I mean, they're, they don't want him back right now. I mean, they gonna, blame him Chip Kelly's solely. The, for Chip the, Kelly is the leader, leader to get that job, by the way, as OC of the Falcons. Which would be interesting. Fun. Yeah. Um, so let's yeah, get it. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I don't, you, you know, you say they'll never recover, Ralph. Never. I mean, you know, they're still never. a very young defense that's improving and. When was um, the last yeah, obviously, time, offensively, they're great. When, when was the so last it'll time be interesting a, to see how they... When was the last time a Super Bowl loser went back to the Super Bowl? The Bills. And when was the last time a Super Bowl loser had a better record than the year after they lost the Super Bowl? I don't even think the Bills pulled off that trick, right? So let's see. The Bills went in 1990... So let's look at the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I know Julio Jones had the toe issue, but the Falcons were the only team in the NFL to start the same five guys up front on the offensive line all well, year. Well, the 1990 the, the only team. The 1990 Buffalo Bills went 13 and 3, the 1991 Bills went Buffalo 13 and 3. The 1992 Bills went 11 and 5, the 1993 Bills went 12 and 4. So I mean, they they but I mean yeah, that's it. That's the list. Um, I, I just think I think they. I don't think I don't think it. I don't think Atlanta's recovering from this. And by the way, Atlanta's never in their. It's going to be hard for them to replicate the health they had on offense. They've never had back to back winning seasons. And the season. success with a new offensive coordinator. They've never had back to back winning seasons in their history ever. Let me let me let me tell you. Speaking of the Bills, if the Saints don't make it to the Super Bowl next season, I would really like to see the Falcons go again and lose again. <laughs> I don't mean. I mean, all other things being equal, I'd still just rather them not make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> nah, pretty goddamn. I mean, this, like, this, this, was fun, fun was this was fun. This was fun and amazing, but uh, you know, they don't need to get this far either. Here's a fun question: Would you rather? <laughs> what does it matter? You... It's actually, it's actually the the, the best. If, if if the Saints aren't going to win the Super Bowl, the Falcons going to the Super Bowl, getting the. Getting the thirty-first overall draft pick, um, having their hearts, having their heads stomped in again in another Super Bowl. Uh, there's, there's really, there is no downside. Let me ask you this, Pete. You know, because Atlanta's like, well, it was a good year. They won the Super Bowl. It was. Would you rather? It doesn't matter. Would you rather? As a Saint, as a Saints fan, would you rather not go at all or have happen to Atlanta? What that just had happen to them? Or would you rather just not go at all? Mm. I think I would rather not go at all. Like, if you told me in 2006, if you'd have told me that Sunday morning, you can go to the Super Bowl and play the Colts, but you're going to blow a 28-3 third quarter lead. Even though the Saints had never been to the Super Bowl at that point, I'd have been like, pass. I can't get over that. That's too traumatic. I think I'd just be like, like, I'm just going to leave it alone. Like that. I mean the the four the 49ers game already. I mean they're scars for life from that. And this is like that times. That's about. like ten times worse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We we uh we have a ton of questions from people. So uh I asked them to give questions and their favorite memory of the Super Bowl or funny line. Oh, and by the way, it's not too late to donate. Twelve dollars, nineteen donations away. Dave mocks me through text and mocks me in the the. Before we start the show, that we're never going to reach a hundred, he mocks me every day. So prove, him, prove me wrong, 
19 donations of $12. We're 19 away, and you get Drunk Saints history every single month. Hell, I might get drunk and just watch the Super Bowl, and you can hear the audio. Well, that might be illegal, but uh, maybe we can figure some way around it. Um, but Drunk Saints history, you know you want to. $12, donate now. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Questions. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, did you – have to give up your one good arm for this? If so, I'm willing to give you one of mine. Thank you. No, Chris, I didn't have to give up one of my arms, my one good arm for this. But if you'd have asked me, I was pretty drunk last night. I might have done it when it was 28 to 3. I was pretty despond. I was pretty despondent. Um, and the tide didn't turn until I started washing, uh, bathing my kid. I, I heard like the fumble and the tide starting to turn. Um, let's see. The tide, the tide turned for me right when I put my kids to bed and I cracked open an Abita and then it, it started to change immediately. Um, That's a very, very similar to mine. This to is me. from, this is from Mitch, Kevin. Is the Falcons loss a modern retelling of the Icarus myth? They rise up only to be felled by Shanahan's offensive hubris. And he has a picture of the kid with the rise up, uh, handkerchief crying. <laughs> That, that yeah that 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 will never not be funny. No, it won't. <laughs> uh, and kudos to you, Mitch, for uh, for digging into uh, antiquity for the for the Icarus uh, comparison. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Dave. This is from Steel's Parks. Was the Falcons choking better than losing your virginity in high school? Um, I'm not going to get into too much detail about um, losing my virginity because my mother listens to this podcast. But She does um, donate it. Thank you, Regina. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave's mom. Um, but uh, this was definitely better than that experience, yes. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, why isn't the media blaming Dan Quinn? That's from Dylan. It's uh, a great question. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean... Shanahan's falling on the sword because he's on the way out, but they have to keep Quinn. That, that's the beauty of this is that, you know, if, if Quinn is like a, a plus version of Mike Smith, but just carries the same kind of luck and stink on him, uh, he, he's sticking around. Oh, dude, so, every late, every late game mistake or whatever they do, man, they're just going to pound on him. Like, yeah. yeah. Any late game loss, any clock malfeasance. Hopefully, he'll be like the new Art Shell, Mike Smith. Uh, who else? Andy Reid. Like, just yeah. Clock. See, the thing is, they're preaching like brotherhood, and they're preaching like, oh, we're so tight, and you know, blah, we're a great blah, team because we're blah, we're together. Blah, 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 but like, blah, 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 we we've seen the same locker room go from two thousand nine. Four years later, I mean, you know, there was t- inner strife and. You know, we saw the the Panthers this year. I mean, things are great when you're winning, but you know, Freeman wants all this money, and you know, pretty soon Tevin Coleman's going to be like, wait a minute, he he just had 14 carries for 40 yards, and I had eight carries for 85 yards. Why why am I not getting paid more? <laughs> and and if they and if they start the season two and three, then there's this inner strife, and Matt Matt Ryan's the highest paid quarterback in NFL history, and they're like, why is he making all this money when he threw the game losing pick six and <laughs> and the injuries start to happen, and the finger pointing starts. Um, you know, it, it, it could be a slippery slope for them. Here is that's great... the thing about the NFL: no two years are the same. No, you know, and, and there's no guarantees. I mean, that, look at the look yeah. at the Saints. For 2009, they went 13-3, won the Super Bowl. 2010, they went 11 and five, but Darren Sharper 
was went from uh, almost defensive MVP to garbage. Um, Anthony Hargrove was never the same ever again. Cedric Ellis went from being a really good borderline Pro Bowl up and coming defensive tackle to beating out of the league in two years, right? Um, yeah. And they had uh, they ended up having uh, Jesus Jones score a touchdown in a playoff game at running back, and while he was smoking a cigarette on the sideline, right here, right now. So I mean, you never know how it's, there it's just. There's no other place. It's not just. Wait, was his, what, what was his name? Julio? Uh, what was it? Julius Jones. Julius Jones. So yeah. here's a here's a question from here's a, Quillen, here's a question from Dylan, and it's a great one. Should the NFL start a Hall of Shame in Canton? Because of how spectacular Atlanta's collapse was, if if, if, if Canton had a six thousand square foot interactive uh, display of this collapse, I think I'd pay two hundred fifty dollars to go to it. It could have like a hologram. It could have like you an Arthur the, Blank sad face hologram, yeah, and it could be like you get to be the coach and you have a twenty eight to three lead and you get to make decisions to see if you can not choke it up. You know, and everybody and everybody always wins. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, well, the best part, the best part of this is Except Eugene like Robinson a soliciting a prostitute the week of the Super Bowl would have a place in this, too. Oh, it definitely would. <laughs> it definitely would. Was Mike, who, uh, Andrew, who was Mike Smith pulling for last night? <laughs> I think Mike uh, Smith was calling the place. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think Mike Smith wants to win. the ghost of Mike that locker room. Um, no, clearly. Uh, let's see. Um, will the Falcons recover from this loss in our lifetime? Dylan, no, they will not. They're, they are not going to recover from this. Uh, Kevin, who most likely sold their soul for the Patriots to come back and win? God, I mean, there's not that many people left on that uh, franchise that haven't done it already. So, um... <laughs> Giselle. Oh, no, 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 no. Gis- Giselle, Giselle, <laughs> Giselle's a, a, a Victoria's Secret angel, or even if you're a former one, I think you're like permanently, uh, you're permanently Beatified. protected against these. Be- you're permanently Beatified. protected against uh, all acts of necromancy. Canonized. <laughs> what? Um, shoot, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm sure it's got to be some. Oh, it's got to be that. Uh, oh, it's got to be Chris Long. Oh yeah, Chris Long. Howie Long's kid, because he just joined him, because he was stuck on the damn Rams for so long. He probably just said, listen, I don't know how much longer I got uh, here. I want a ring. So, Andrew, Reichert asks, should I feel guilty for watching Falcon fan reaction videos? <laughs> oh, do they have uh, those? I need to I go look seen, those up. I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, I need any. to go check that out. I oh, seen man, any, good I call. Would. No. No. Listen, you know, it's funny. Like, my, my uh, son on the drive into school today, you know, he, he's completely brainwashed at this point. Um, but he made the comment. He's like, you know, Dad, I almost feel a little bit bad for the Falcons. Oh, you know, it's I like, thought, this I is thought... so bad. And, and the thing is, like, he just doesn't have the scar tissue. You know, it, I it felt takes bad years. for them. Like, 1% of me feels bad oh, for them. Oh, no way. I do. No I way, feel man. bad for them. I feel, I want, ah, but I, I feel like it's scar tissue. It's years of, of hatred and years of disappointment. And, and, and that's what a rivalry is all about. And, um, you know, if you're old enough and there's enough baggage. And I, I listed early in this podcast all the <laughs> things I remember. And as, as a young mind that was forming, obsessed with football, um, those mm-hmm. are... 
the the hurtful moments I remember. And so, yeah, I mean, it's evil, and um, it you know, so it's a good. dark it's it's a dark place. But I, I want them to fail. Here's the thing: I don't think more America, than anything. I don't think America understands the depths of the hatred between the Saints and Falcons. Like, you know, these other rivalries, I don't know, but Saints Falcons people, we hate each other. And people at work, people were at work were like, "Why do you hate the Falcons?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm a Saints fan." They're like, "The Saints have a rival?" I'm like, "Of course we do. Who the te- who they're like the Texans don't really have a rival." I'm like, "Well, that's your problem, man. I hate the Falcons. I was yeah. loving it yesterday." <laughs> Um, I was listening to Rich Eisen this morning, and he was he he was talking about how about about that very fact about how he didn't even realize that uh, Saints fans hated the Falcons and how we were rejoicing. Oh my God! Yes, Uh, the New England was rejoicing, Saints fans were rejoicing, and the rest of America was was horribly disappointed. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm watching the game, and the kids are asleep, and I'm up with my wife in the living room watching the game. My wife, my wife. Oh, good, we got that in there. Uh, and I'm like every every time something big happens for the Patriots, I'm like freaking out. I'm like doing that silent screaming, you know, because you don't want to wake up the kids. So I'm like, yes, fucking yes, oh my fucking god, yes. And I'm like constantly doing that and jumping up and down. She's like, you're a lunatic. She's like, why do you even give a shit? I'm like, because I the Falcons. We want the Falcons to lose. She 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 didn't get it. She just didn't get yeah. it. My wife. I've never. I've my ne- wife didn't. My either. wife. Now I. What tastes better, Jack Daniels? Felt more more cold and distant from what my wife tastes than better? I then. What tastes better, Jack Daniels honey or inevitable the Atlanta Buzzard Super Bowl hangover? I mean, Jack Daniels honey is it's 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 good, but I mean on the on the on the scale of bourbons, it's not really that great. But I mean, the Falcons tears next year when they're like four and yeah. seven would be. <clears> I was gonna say there is no pappy that compares to Falcons tears. No. Is somebody bottling this stuff or what? <laughs> when is this going to be available for purchase? Kev- My bathtub. Kevin, Kevin, this is from Edward. Is it petty or perfect that New Orleans celebrated the Atlanta loss with fireworks? A uh, little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Andrew, and we're, we're 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 really getting all all the oldies but goodies in here on this how, podcast. This is and, this is great. Andrew, how many how many how many Falcons does it take take to choke a twenty five point lead? Somebody flush their toilet. <laughs> not me. I'm on the couch. Uh, not me. I'm this on the is couch. The, Michael asked. I lived in Georgia for ten years. My favorite part of the game was when my buddies stopped responding to the group text at twenty eight to twenty. Yeah, man. <laughs> Falcons to Falcons fans were gripping hard, man. Um, uh, any? Oh, this is my favorite. This is from Wallace. He's a he's a he's a dedicated podcast listener. At, anyone saying at least the Falcons made the Super Bowl sounds like at least Kerry got invited to the prom. <laughs> uh, nobody under. Nobody. You know, I I haven't heard that much. I haven't heard that much. I, I have Can, to give them a little credit. They're not John, playing the. Hey, we made John, we made the Super Bowl card. No, John John Murphy asked, "Can we get Irish Kevin to give us the Pats halftime speech?" Well, I don't know about <laughs> that, but uh, I tell you what, when 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 the, when the, when the, <coughs> they went to the halftime and it was and it was twenty one to three, uh, all the boys, I, I you know they, they they were told you know take a knee, grab. Grab a feller's hand and 
and lower your heads in prayer. And, you know, I had the father come and say a few Hail Marys on our behalf. Uh, just hoping that the hoping that the offensive line could just could maybe hold up a block for a few extra seconds before before uh, oh, oh Tommy boy there before he get uh, put on his arse again. I mean, it was getting embarrassing. I mean, the poor the poor fella threw a pick six and he he chased after the he chased after the defender like he was a toddler. I mean, it it was it. I mean, this is on national television, son. You can't be embarrassing yourself. In front of in front of so many millions of people, and and of course the Lord Himself. I mean, Larry Bird was watching probably on television. <laughs> Are the Pats like the friend of yours? Everyone thinks is a dick, but you're like, nah, he does good by me. I mean, I gotta give it up for the Patriots. They did us a solid, and I I, I would say my hatred of them, Andrew, is like a good twenty five percent less. Well, we were we were already oh, absolutely. You know, we, we were we were already on good terms and friendly because of the whole Goodell thing. So this is just another step in 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 positive relations. Let me see. Um, oh, and the Saints' social media account was fantastic last night. They had the little eyes in Super Bowl Fifty One, right when it got <laughs> to be like twenty eight to twenty, and then they had, and then they, they then they tweeted out Tom Brady with the trophy, and they had mood and it was a smiley face i mean that's <laughs> that is that's as that's as good a trolling as the nfl social media yeah. account can do i mean you can't yeah because you, you got to keep it classy you can't you, you can't be a total yeah dick. and you can just be like i'm just it's just a super bowl man i don't know like like arthur brank probably wants to strangle everybody in the saints organization okay all right hang on a second how is it that you can screw up the name of the falcons owner how is it that you can screw up ev- pronouncing everyday words, and yet, <laughs> and and yet you managed to perfectly say malfeasance earlier? I don't know. I'm drunk. I had like three. I mean, it's, Kevin, we've been, Kevin, we've been doing this show for ten years. I mean, my pronunciations, my 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 pronunciations are like AM radio, man. It comes in, it comes out, it comes in, it comes out. I mean, you know. Sometimes it's good, mostly yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I, I feel like with bad. Ralph, the easier the word, the more likely he is to m- yeah, pronounce. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. You know, it's like, you know, that's how it is. You know, it's like uh, I can, I can, I can make like a, like a, like a seven layer cake, but I can't make a roux for a gumbo. It's, it's just weird, Kevin. You know, uh, how do the Falcons open up a new stadium after that performance? Anybody want to take a guess? At- oh, here's a better question, and anybody can jump in and answer it. Do you want the Saints to open the season against Atlanta in that new stadium? Do we want that? Uh, I would rather not. Uh, yeah, I'd rather start. I'll back huge on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we've been through the numbers. The Saints have to start well. They have to start one and zero, like this zero and three, zero and four start thing. That they get themselves in, where they end up seven and nine every time, it doesn't work. They have to start one and zero. So I would much rather a winnable home game start the season off right. <laughs> is the is a turnover the only possible outcome of an empty backfield on third and one? <laughs> I think it might. Like, like what is with that? The empty fucking backfield. Third, like everybody's doing it. You know. Um, the Sean Payton special. Oh, Kevin, over Dave. I'm gonna go to Dave. Over under Falcons win six and a half next year. 
Oh, that's a good line because that's like right. I, I'd, I'd say over. I, I'll, I'll say over because and I'll, I'll 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 put them at seven or maybe eight. Because their schedule is the AFC East. What is it? The AFC the East, Patriots the again. AFC North, and then they'll they then they play they'll play. Uh, Seattle. Oh wow! So the Super Bowl the Super Bowl rematch. Oh, I think that would be on the table. Ooh, is, let me it look. At, is it in New England? Do we know where that game will be played? Let me see. Um, no, I don't. Look, look that up, Ralph. Can't the Patriots Let's, decide? Like, couldn't the pa- can the Patriots say they want to play the Falcons in the opener? I don't um, think so. No, because if it I mean it's if it's not at home, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, no, but the Super Bowl host, champion so. the Super Bowl champion gets the the season opener. Yeah, but if right, but, so, but the, right, so if but it's already decided whether Atlanta's at home or not. So, are you looking this up, Ralph? Yeah. No, they're away. Atlanta's away to New England. Okay, so that can't be the first game. <clears throat> no, he said Atlanta's away to New England. Yeah. So oh, they are. Oh, they are. Oh, that's per- That's actually perfect because Atlanta can go to New England on Thursday night and get their head kicked in, and then play the Saints week two. Wait, so the game is is in New England? Yeah, Atlanta. It's, it's okay, so New that's pro- the Super Bowl rematch will probably be the first game of the oh, season. Oh, that's that's the best. That's the best. Because you know yeah. that's an, that's an L. Yeah. Um, Salt Bay rides again. <laughs> <laughs> Salt Bay. Uh, let's see. We answered that one. I mean, starting the season the way it finished would just be, oh, my God, that'd be magical. Let's see. They blow another 25-point lead in the season <laughs> opener. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, even they don't even have to like necessarily like blow a twenty-five point lead, but if they have like a like even if a, they like lose in the last second field, yeah, goal. like a clock, like a clock blunder or something, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is the because is, because their new offensive coordinator Chip Kelly kept their offense out there too long. During <laughs> this the game. I mean, is, their defense out there too long during the this game. This is from from Don Don Tacano. Uh, <laughs> is the Falcons blowing a huge Super Bowl lead funnier than them scoring two points that one playoff game? Absolutely, that was pretty. But it's close. It's close. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like the 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 two points in a playoff game was mostly like a local thing between like regional, like between the Saints and Atlanta fans. Like we rub it in them, but like the rest of the country didn't really care. But this Super Bowl is like national, man. It's like a garage. Whoa, yeah, I feel national. like that was it's a good hashtag. International. The two yeah. the two points was a was a good hashtag, but now twenty eight to three as a hashtag is just forever and ever. So my, yeah, oh yeah. But All ever right. ever 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 ever. So um so this podcast was phenomenal. It was it was even more enjoyable than I th- ever hoped it could be. And and people last night were like, "Are you doing an emergency podcast for Atlanta?" Losing and I thought about that. And we did. I was like, well, "Donate, donate, and we will." I told the people, "I was like, if, if you can get twenty donations in the next thirty minutes, we'll fire it up." But nobody came <laughs> through. But nobody came through. But if you donate now, you get an extra podcast every month, and it'll be Drunk Saints History. But you, if you, if we get two hundred donations, which you really want, we'll do extra stuff on the draft and free agency, and we'll just have a podcast where we talk for twenty minutes, and we'll make fun of the Falcons losing a twenty-five point lead. You know, just for you forego one expensive dinner, lunch this week, business lunch and and, and bring bring a sandwich from home instead. 
That's twelve bucks right there. Yeah. Just one time this week, and you're and you're, good. And, you're and you're good. You know. Yeah. So um, that about wraps it up. So for Dave, uh, for Andrew, and for Kevin, uh, until next week, the bar is closed. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, not a good man, I tell you. A very piss poor, a very piss poor leader of men. Oh, of course, and he's going to go out west like the poor Irish. Yeah, typical, typical, just run away, boy. Yeah, no potatoes for you out there.